0: Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan.
1: <laughs> Greetings and welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence Smith. So Dare you say, but I don't believe you. Joe, do oh, you, want you to know see what somebody? today is?
2: Do you know what today is? It's National Compliment Day. It is. May nothing. I say yes, and may I say you are strikingly handsome. Well,
1: thank you. You get that. You in. are intelligent. Now, You, you uh, are reasonable. <laughs> Some days. <laughs> our audience is rolling their eyes saying, no, Mark, <laughs> or no, Joe. They have to be true.
2: Oh, well, there wasn't any provision for that. It just said to compliment people today. How
1: about I'll give you a compliment? Okay. No one could do what you do. (laughs) No one would want to. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there is that. And thank heaven. Don't thank heaven. Thank thank your parents. But, uh, yeah, I'll tell you what. Uh, Okay, so compliment. Well, nobody could do what we do. Well, they
2: could, and actually people do all over the country. (laughs) Oh, that's true.
1: There are other talk shows. But are they as topical and as as wonderful? No, not
2: as good as our... We're we're the best one on this station.
1: (laughs) Except for Steve Jones. Well, yeah, I was going to say, except all the other ones. Well, uh, Steve Jones, you can do opinions on that. Fox Sports Radio, they do a lot of opinions, yeah, so we're probably not even the best one on this one.
2: How about those playoff games, huh, brother? (laughs) Yeah, it was pretty
1: exciting. I didn't watch any of the Saturday ones. I listened to them on the radio on WKOK. Uh, I was so I I had programmed the uh, control list that ran the games. I was so nervous that I had misprogrammed it that I listened to the whole game. Then I fell asleep at the end, and that's when we went off the air. Oh, so brother! Kevin fixed it for me. <laughs> How you could fall asleep during any of those games? Saturday. So oh, was Saturday's exciting. game exciting? At both the end? of
2: them. They were both decided by a field goal as time went up.
1: Yesterday, out. right? But what about Saturday? Saturday. Same thing.
2: Two on Saturday, one yesterday. The last one on yesterday was decided in overtime, which has become a matter of controversy. Hmm. Um, uh, Mahomes threw a touchdown pass in the end zone. Took the right. team down the field in two plays. Wow! Yeah. What a what a game! What a finish!
1: Right. Yeah, I don't usually watch football, but I uh, encourage my lovely bride to watch the end of both games, and uh, we were glad we enjoyed that. Well,
2: they were exciting games. I, I agree with people who are saying it was the best weekend of playoff football ever.
1: <laughs> and the moral of the story is: don't start watching the playoff games until there's only three minutes left on the clock, and then you <laughs> then turn turn it on. Although you miss this tremendous new, uh, Tampa Bay uh, comeback, you know right. You
2: and I must admit, I turned the game off when Tampa Bay was so far behind. I thought. This this is going to be a blowout. Oh, okay.
1: Um, oh, with Tom Brady at yeah, quarterback
2: well, I, no. you gave up? <laughs> I know. <laughs> he discounted. My a... wife called me on the, uh she was upstairs and she was watching it and I wasn't. She called me the phone and said, "You watching that game? It's now tied up." I said, "No."
1: <laughs> <laughs> what well, is Tom Brady retiring now? A lot of people said that those were goodbye hugs to people on the field.
3: He says he's going to think about it. Same thing Aaron
1: Rodgers said on Saturday. Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: And Big Ben hasn't announced his retirement yet, but I think he's toast. Yeah, I think Ben's done angry.
1: Yeah. Well, now they mentioned this on the uh, America's First News this morning. This is the first time in years that there's no Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady in the playoffs. No, How no, long? They're in the playoffs. They're just not in the NFC or, Championship or in the, next, in the next phase. Maybe. When was the last time that happened? Twelve years ago. Yeah. Twelve no years. No kidding. Yeah. Isn't that Twelve something?
4: years. Yeah. Wow.
1: Holy. Brady's
2: spoke. always exciting. Although he looked a little. He looked a little. Old yesterday, he didn't look as sharp in the first half of that game. As
3: honestly, I think even in the second half, he didn't look his normal self. The the Rams tried to give it away to him.
2: Okay. Yeah. Well, the Rams they <laughs> they hmm. have almost managed to snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. Exactly.
1: <laughs> well, and okay, so we're going to launch into next week. Is there anybody who emerges from the playoffs as a real obvious leader? Kansas City. Okay. Kansas City. Yep. yep. They did super. Okay. I, strangely, you I know,
2: the- and your Eagles fired uh, the best coach in pro football, I think, Andy Reid. Though when he was with the Eagles, he found creative ways to lose. Yeah, but they didn't give him time. You know, he was there over a decade. I know, but he was always usually in the playoffs. He didn't win the championship. Well, he he did.
3: Honestly, I thought at that point the Eagles needed to change.
2: No, yeah. Kansas City's luck is uh, the Eagles' disluck or well, bad luck. Well, strangely... The Eagles
3: have won a Super Bowl without Andy,
1: so... Well, done, that's true. We've done well. So, and Strangely enough, I actually know a Kansas City fan. Do
2: you really? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes. The northern, up. Uh, she lives up in the Clinton County, sort of half-northern tier area, and I don't have any idea why she's a Kansas City fan, but I spoke to her on Saturday morning for another topic, and she says, yeah, yeah and, and don't call during the game because uh, my Chiefs are, gonna, <laughs> are hopefully going to be winning Easily during.
2: Well, of the teams left,
1: the Chiefs are my favorite. Okay. So. Well,
2: I don't I root for them when they're not playing the Steelers or the Eagles.
1: <laughs> yeah, whoever I root f- root for loses. So,
2: well then, by all means root for Just somebody root other for than Tennessee Kansas. or something.
1: <laughs> okay. All right, well we're doing a little NFL chit-chat, but we can talk about important topics of the day if you would like to. Uh, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. It's an open line at the moment. 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at com, and you can text us at 70236. Always include the keyword OTM on oh, the market is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. You can check them out at sunburymotors.com.
2: So what did you think about New York City, the insanity going on up there again? They took down the statue of Teddy Roosevelt, Uh, flanked by a Native American man and an African man, which has presided over the entrance to the American Museum of Natural History in New York since 1940.
1: That is an excellent idea because we have got to... uh have appropriate statuary everywhere <laughs> like we have to cover up the nude statuary in the garden and uh, i don't know so i don't know anything about this but stands on the line let's all hold hold that i okay. will hold on to it but, that, but i the, think that it's a terrible thing and they want to get rid of it because of an inappropriate depiction of native because, americans
2: no they're saying that the black man and the native american are inferior to the white man riding the horse
1: okay so they're not all so <laughs> we
2: get we can't have that we can't can't have a black man and a Native American walking while a white man rides a horse. They're
1: not on the same level. Now,
2: would they take the statue down if the black man was riding the horse and Teddy Roosevelt was walking beside
1: it? Well, somebody has to be (laughs) inferior. All right, well, Stan. It's not
2: a matter of inferiority. He had the horse. The other guys didn't have the horse.
1: Somebody has to be lower. (laughs) Stan, you're on the mark. Thank you so much for calling in.
5: Uh, Question, Joe, you might know. Is the statue Teddy Roosevelt or bronze?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. It okay. Is.
5: I got I I got this total, the solution for that instead of taking the statue down cut the two people off that are inferior and set them up on a horse with Teddy. <laughs>
2: you have them riding in the back. Now then someone some would say
5: her, oh they're riding behind uh, him. Uh,
2: well, <laughs> well you, Then you then you cut Teddy off slide him to the back
5: and put them two in front. Weld them fast.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: It's bronze, it can be done. Right. Might look Get a, a little, little it might it's, look it's a little mad <laughs> Maybe they could take you know that's that's about as stupid sounding as what they're doing,
2: isn't it? Maybe it'd be easier to just cut Teddy off the horse and have them all walk.
1: What is the statue (laughs) depicting?
2: Um, well, that's a good question. Uh, it doesn't really, the story doesn't really say what it's depicting. I guess Teddy Roosevelt was certainly one of the most, in his day, progressive politicians around. He was the one who was pushing for our national park system. You know, he wasn't a racist that I'm aware of. Mm-hmm. You know, he mm-hmm. he did... He loved the Wild West. He had friends who were Native killed Americans.
1: Killed Indians? No, I don't think he ever killed an Indian. Okay. Was the U.S. expanding at the expense of Indians at the time?
2: Well, maybe in some degree. But, I mean, he was a big fan of the Wild West. I mean, he okay. lived out there. He actually spent, I think, like three years in a uh, Wild West setting because he was trying to get his health back. He was a very sickly kid growing up, and he just forced himself
1: to go into the wilderness and to Work rebuild his life. Yeah, Rebuild. Okay. All right, Stan. But that's not why you called.
5: No, no. The drum beats of war. I think the the dogs, the white. They're trying to wag the dog again, or tail, or whatever it is. You know the, the expression. You know Biden's poll numbers are in the tank as usual, and you know he's trying to divert attention from his failing, failing, yeah, failing, uh, presidency. You know it's drum beats. You know over over there in Ukraine, the Russians are doing what they're doing, and we're yanking all our. You know, uh embassy of people out, their families are telling them to get out of the country, they're telling the Americans to get out. But we can't help when they have to do it on their own, just like they did in Afghanistan. So if Russia does invade, oh, then we'll have Americans behind enemy lines again.
2: Maybe we should, Not let, more, maybe, maybe we should let more Americans there, simply because then the Russians might think twice before they put Americans in jeopardy. Do you really
5: think, Joe, that uh, Putin gives a hoot what Biden thinks? Because I don't.
2: <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> but still. I'm just saying, it just... He don't care. Well, I think the thing that impressed me the most, in Biden's miserable press conference, uh, he was asked... What? Uh, uh, maybe it. it wasn't the press conference. Yeah, I think it was at the end of the press conference. Yeah. He was asked, why aren't, we, uh, why aren't we doing something now? Why aren't we putting these uh, sanctions in place? And his response was, what a stupid question. Now, if Trump had done that, they'd have been all over him. But <laughs> is it really such a stupid question? In other words, if you're trying to stop them, Deter. isn't it better to stop them before they get in, rather than, when they've got 3,000 or 5,000 Russian troops and tanks sitting in the capital city of the, of the Ukraine. Is it a
1: good idea to announce what all these uh, onerous sanctions are?
2: Well, I don't think it was a good idea to announce that a minor incursion would be, be okay. dealt with.
1: Well, maybe he, maybe he was already uh, fully aware that they're trying to put in a puppet government. That's what the British media reported over the weekend, that Russia's already trying to put a puppet government in the Ukraine. Well, how are they going to do that? Uh, I don't I, 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 <laughs> I, You know, everything in Ukraine that I care about fits in the Head of a pen. I'm just concerned about Russia. You're
2: as bad as that guy, uh, the no. owner of the uh, team in the uh, National Basketball Association says he doesn't care about human rights abuses in China. Oh, you don't okay. care about yeah, the Ukraine.
1: Well, I care about yeah. I just don't flavor I just don't want Russia to invade because it's so unsettling. Well, yes, Destabilizing. For the Ukrainians, it would be terribly it unsettling. It causes warfare. <laughs>
5: right.
1: Well,
6: well Mr.
5: Biden, this is the way it sounds, he's gearing up to send like 5,000 U.S. troops to over into the region, not necessarily, not to Ukraine, but into the region to bump up a little pressure on, on Russian. That's not good, neither. You know, isn't that how Vietnam started? We just sent a few troops yeah. here, a few
1: troops there. Advisors. Or just get get
5: built upon itself?
1: Well, and we, we're oh. sending lethal weaponry into those countries as well. We're still, of course, strongly supporting NATO. Well, I don't NATO. care about that. So we don't. You don't care if we send weaponry there. I
2: care if we send it there and no, let, leave it I behind. Can't. If we leave it behind, it's taxpayers' <clears throat> well, money. Well, we did that in Afghanistan. I yeah. know that was taxpayers' money.
5: Right. right, but if 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 they're willing to pay for it, which I think Ukraine it will buy it, let's send it to them so they can defend themselves. Let them defend themselves so we don't have to give them the means to do it. And but we don't. We just you know last time when Obama was in and and Russia did whatever they did there in the Crimea. He sent him blankets and some first aid kits. You know, nothing, nothing, nothing that would do anything of importance. So, yeah, it's just, it's just, it's going to be a mess. And but it's all a diversion to hide Biden's failing poll numbers, and it's just. Total incompetence.
2: Well, I saw one of the talking heads on TV this morning said something that I, I maybe think, and then I, I must admit I agree with him. He said, can you name me any place in the world where America's interests are better off now than they were under the uh, Trump administration? And I honestly can't think of any place where we're better off. Where are we worse off? We're worse off with Russia. We're worse <laughs> off with China. We're worse off with North Korea. We're worse off with France because of the canceled deal we did there. We're in worse the off summer. with Germany
1: Nuclear submarines.
2: Yeah, so I mean, I don't think that we're in, in good shape internationally at all.
1: Well, think of all the good things that President <laughs> Biden has done. All right, got to go, Stan. <laughs> it's time, it's time, time to Mark, that do. would
5: be kept on the top of a pin, <laughs> the
1: good <laughs> things that he may have done. <laughs> we didn't have take another much call, thinking, right? did it? <laughs> we have another call coming in. <laughs> have right, a good one. Thank Bye. you so much, nice, Stan. Dan. All right, hold on, Eric. We'll be right back.
7: Hi, everybody. Steve Jones. It's cold, so let's
2: talk hockey with Josh off of the Penguins today. 3 to 5 News Radio, 1070 WKOK. <laughs>
1: Welcome back to the Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. We talked a little bit about the uh, death and life and career of Meatloaf on Friday. One of our listeners sent us a note, so we'll uh, read that now. He said he sang many lead vocals on Ted Nugent's Free for All album before his solo career. Did you know that? I That's know, good but trivia. I,
2: I think you Lutherans are probably distraught. No more Meatloaf.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll always have macaroni and cheese. Okay. How about that? Okay. All right, Eric, you're on the. Mark, thank you so much for calling.
2: Good morning, gentlemen. Thank
8: you for taking my call. I'm old enough to remember when Meatloaf actually played at Susquehanna University back in the late 70s on his way up before he hit really big. He was actually at Susquehanna.
1: in that oh, yeah. I'm surprised how many people were there. They were yeah, ta- yeah. talking about it.
8: I wasn't there. I didn't say it was there. I said I remember it.
1: Right. Uh, there's an increasing number of people who attended, if you look at social media. Yeah, isn't that amazing? <laughs> <laughs> it's like Woodstock. I was actually there. Yeah. It's oh, like
2: Woodstock. Well, wasn't.
8: Yeah. I do remember when he was there.
2: It's like Woodstock. But, uh, so many people say they were at Woodstock when they couldn't possibly right. weren't even alive at the time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, I was but, there. A
8: uh, uh, coming on some of Stan's comments. So, um, so President Biden, you know, he's darned if he does and he's darned if he doesn't. When's the last time uh, we really had a lot of news about, and the president is, what he is saying is, his proposal is to send troops over to reinforce NATO. Okay, that, that's my understanding what he's planning on doing, not sending troops into the Ukraine unless we're invited. And in. of course, Ukraine is an independent country, independent. Remind everyone, it's no longer part of the Soviet Union, because that was broken up. It is an independent uh, country, as is Belarus and some of the other ones from Russia. But Russia will, obviously would love it back. But do you think the uh, plans for this to, uh, to uh, you know, go into the Ukraine or something had just cropped up? Or do you think this has been long-term planning on Russia's part and Putin's part?
2: Well, I think Putin's a smart guy. He's a KGB agent uh, from his early part of his career. And I think he would like to reinstate the old Soviet Union.
1: Yeah, I think he has a master plan, so he's got to and start I, small. I
8: think he think he's this for a long time. And what do you think helped plant this in his brain? Uh, could it be that our former president, the one who, who tried to weaken NATO and even threatened <laughs> to pull the United States out of NATO, I really believe that's when Mr. Putin started thinking, oh, well
2: will the United States is going to pull back no, but stop kind of stop and stop and think for a minute what was the net effect of what president Trump did it strengthened NATO because it got all of the other countries to up the amount of money they paid for defense that's what but, his goal was before, and that's what uh, that's what his goal out, was that's what he threatened right pay but he, also told, out? But he, he didn't he didn't do it and he he, okay, knows, you he knew you it. you okay, knew okay, what eric eric, it. eric you knew what his goal was his goal was to strengthen it by making everybody pay their fair share not a oh, thing I wrong with that. I don't
8: think so. I think he he's buddy buddy with Putin has been for a long time. We investigated that. Oh, I think this is part of a long-term strategy.
2: Well, I think you're wrong. I think President well, okay. Trump, I think President but, Trump did what he needed to do to get NATO out of its comatose state and get it to be more aggressive again, and I think we owe him that. We owe him thanks for that.
8: So we became more aggressive again how?
2: Well, we became more aggressive in the fact that we strengthened NATO alliance, and we got them to put up more money. So and verbally, more money,
1: which makes a big difference if you whether you so have it backed so up with different strike, funding though, or, or streams trying or trying things like that. Brain. At least verbally, you're taking a big pose, a big stand, we, and I think that's We that strengthened NATO something.
8: by threatening to pull out of NATO. Yes, your stance, that's exactly Joe?
2: that's what I'm saying. Because his goal wasn't to destroy it; his goal was to get them awake and spending more money on defense, and that's what happened. So we
8: strengthened NATO by threatening to pull out of NATO. By us pulling threatening to pull out of NATO, we made it stronger. I guess we did you not never give you, President you, Putin any thoughts about being aggressive, which he is now trying to do.
2: He would not have tried this with Donald Trump. First of all, because Trump... (laughs) I'll tell you why. And it's not a compliment to Trump. Trump was so erratic, nobody knew how to read him. I mean, he could just as easily (laughs) drop the bomb on you as he could uh, send you more supplies. But didn't they love each other? No, I don't think so. I think it's Uh, more likely... A lot of
1: people...
8: uh, Remember, we had investigations and so forth. There was a lot of a lot of very interesting stuff we looked into.
1: Remember, there was yeah, Russian we looked into collusion. it. We didn't
2: find anything, but we looked into no, it there for four years. For four years, we looked into it and found nothing.
8: Now there, there was stuff that was found, but it just wasn't enough to uh, to impeach or. So, or in other what words,
2: sort of like, like the election, enough to
8: impeach or or to bring him up on you know anything with. Uh,
2: Sort of like With, the, f- uh,
8: the incursion effect on the 6th, either. So, sort of uh, like the no. frauds. My point is, hey, Eric, saying that, that, you Eric, know, uh, our Hello, president's Eric. not doing anything. Eric. Our president is doing something. <laughs> Eric, but the present conditions are because of the previous president.
1: <laughs> Eric,
2: is it possible then it's just like the 2020 election? that There wasn't quite enough there to prove that it was fraudulent, but there was stuff there. That's what you're saying. You're saying that that's exactly that's, the there, same. There you
8: go again, Joe, <laughs> trying to take a topic and go the end around and go Everything else well no you we were, say, talk, we're talking about Russia and the United States and NATO, and now you're trying to drag the, the the election into
2: it no, I'm just saying you're saying there were things there we looked into we didn't find anything there was stuff there that we didn't really bring out. I think that you could say the same thing about the election if you're saying one's correct, the other's got to be correct too
8: no, but I, I, before I leave joe i I just want to I just want to try to have our listeners hear what you're trying to say. what you're trying to say is that the fact that President Trump threatened to pull the United States out of NATO if they didn't cough up more money, that strengthened NATO yes. and did not in any way influence Putin to now try to threaten a country which borders need him. Well, I don't right. think
2: so. That's that's circular reasoning. He's not, he's not the president anymore. Why would he assume that something that President Trump did would influence President Biden when Biden repudiated everything Trump did from day one? All right.
1: Thank you so much, Eric. Thank you. Thank you. Great observations all. Very much now, appreciated. No, that's sophistry. Okay, in your view. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Kathy, th- I'm sorry to put you through that. <laughs> good morning. Thank you Thank you for calling in, no, Kathy. No for- problem. <laughs> Kathy from Norway. Uh, good
9: morning, Joe and Mark. Uh, how about everybody just take a real deep breath and relax a minute and think about something other than politics. I recently lost a dog and had a lot of really nice Rachel Ray nutriche dog food. I mean, bags of it. And it sat here for a while, and I finally got myself together, and I took it to the SPCA in Danville, which I was there years and years ago when I got two little kitty cats. I am appalled. I am absolutely appalled. That place is in such deplorable condition. It's I, I can't even put it into words to describe. It, it looks like... It looks like a bombed out area or something. I don't know. The The interior was, was a mess. Both sides. I peeked in over to where they have the doggies and and the side where I, I walked in. And when I walked in to leave my dog food because there was no one in the office, if that's what you want to still call it. It looks not like an office at all. There's nothing in there. The floors are filthy. The, it's barren. It's barren. It's in deplorable condition, and I'm not blaming anyone. The people that are there, God bless them, it's it's the fact that I think they need money. I think they need help. I don't know what happened on uh, Betty White's 100th birthday, but I'll tell you what, that place needs help. And uh, you might say, why aren't you there doing it? Well, guess what? I'd be home with all those dogs. My husband would leave me. <laughs> but I I really think that if, if you can stop thinking about whether you're a Democrat or you're a Republican and... How rotten Trump or Biden or both of them are! If someone could just think about what's happening immediately in our area and and maybe help out the SPCA, that would be wonderful.
1: Okay, well, hello. Yes. Oh no, we're <laughs> listening. Uh, yeah, I see the ads yeah. on
2: TV all the time showing the pathetic well, faces for of the little animals. Bill, SPCA. No. This that's, is the local. Yeah,
9: but you know what? That would turn me off that is, that does turn me off. I, I don't want to see animals looking horrible and I don't want to I don't want to give to the American or the National SPCA. I want someone to take a look at what's happening in Danville and just help them. They need it. They might be, they need it. They absolutely need it.
1: Fair enough. Yeah. Okay, well noted. Thank you so much. I appreciate the call. Really appreciate. Okay,
9: that's arguing now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. yeah.
1: Well, that was a terrible call.
2: No, but you know, yeah, going back, to, going back to just Eric. Although, although she is absolutely right that we should help out if we can. But Eric obviously has never negotiated anything. Hmm. Sometimes you have to threaten. And to propose a consequence that's completely undesirable. If it does nothing else, it makes people think.
1: We're going to close down the factory. If I say
2: to you, if if I depend on NATO and I've allowed the United States to spend money for my defense, and all of a sudden here comes a guy saying, hey, you're going to have to contribute more of your own or we're going to pull out all right, oh, I could say, oh, I'm shuddering, I'm scared they're going to pull out, they're going to w- destroy the alliance. Or I could say, does this guy have a point here? You know, maybe we should. We have an agreement to pay a certain percentage of our gross national product for our defense, and we're not doing it. We're letting the Americans pay it. Maybe we should start thinking about how we can strengthen this alliance.
1: One of our listeners says, can one liberal get on the air and not mention Trump? It's, <laughs> it's a, a disease. Get help. help. Uh, another one says, oh, my God, the biggest accomplishment of Biden." Biden is bringing the country together. Delusional. And then another one says,
2: Eric, your hypocrisy is stunning. Eric, does Trump live rent free in your brain? Please make it comfortable for him. Okay. (laughs) And then Biden removes sanctions against Russia. Tell us again who the Russian puppet is. And, oh, my, Eric, now Ukraine is Trump's fault? Wow, you swallowed Russian collusion hook, line, and sinker. How pathetic. And finally, Eric usually generates some comments on the right, show. Boy, I didn't sense. say troops were going into Ukraine. Biden is weak, and Putin knows
1: that he is no threat. All right, that's from Stan, apparently, I would say. All 800 Jot that down. You are going to need it in the hours ahead. Uh, we have another hour to go. We talked about the Danville SPCA, one of our good listeners, says uh, they just need some help uh, taking better care of uh, the cats and dogs up there. It's a no-kill shelter, so expenses are ongoing. And, of course, Russia versus Ukraine. Back on the docket here at WDK. OK, but we got open phones. We can talk about other topics, too, during the 9 a.m. hour. This is WDK. OK Sunbury.
0: Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan.
1: Greetings. Welcome back. WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On the mark, I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is across from me, a fine local mayor of uh, Shemokin Dam, and uh, he's a good egg. Okay, I know this is to be true. Is that the
2: compliment I get for National Compliment <laughs> Day?
1: I'm a good egg? <laughs> <laughs> it's no yoke. All right. Oh, it's no yoking matter. Uh, Mr. Joe McGranahan is here. I'm Mark Lawrence, subpar host of the show. I play liberal on the radio. Ben would very much love to talk to you during open phones. It's an open session, so we had a call about the Danville SBCA in dire need of some additional support. Russia versus Ukraine is, of course, a perennial topic, and then President Biden's uh, tepid response is uh, the other part of our conversation, so join us. 1-800-795-9565. Our On The Mark program is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. We want to always let you know they're a family-owned dealership since 1915. They're located on Routes 11 and fifteen in Hummel's with the Kia dealership. And on North 4th Street in Sunbury, you find the Fords and the Hyundais. And boy, I'll tell you what, they got some of the top-rated vehicles in Consumer Reports for sale right now, not the least of which is the F-150, but they got Explorers and Edges. They got some new Edges down there, and they would just love for you to cut your teeth with the new Edge, and it's an opportunity for you to save a lot of money. They got hybrid versions, you name it. Plus, you can join the list of individuals who have ordered vehicles. It's hard to get vehicles because the chips shortage is still having an impact. But uh, this is an opportunity for you to order the vehicle of what you want that you want. They got me driving around in a brand new Ford Edge. So do what I'm doing. Take a vehicle off the lot. Don't even ask permission. Just to, no. I'm just kidding. Right. <laughs> no, is that called were, Grand Theft Auto? <laughs> uh, I think it is. Yeah, and it's not a game. This is the real deal. So, but this is the this is the real deal. When you go to the Sunbury Motor Company, they're going to give you top dollar for your vehicle. They'll send you off in a new or pre-owned vehicle that's perfect for you. If you need a new Ford, Hyundai, or Kia, see the Sunbury Motor Company. Sunbury. Motors.com is the address you need to start with, and you can go from there. We got a call coming in on the toll free line, but we'll take more comers. 1 800 795 That's 1 800 You can email us at on the market com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. We do have some very brief news headlines here. The Union Gowdy Government Center is closed this morning on 15th Street. Uh, Because of a water main break, all other county operations are underway normally. And, in fact, in a manner of speaking, all of the operations that are underway in the county government center are underway just online or telephonically. So uh, the government center itself closed uh, in Lewisburg on 15th Street. Water main break. They're making repairs now. Uh, We did have sub-zero temperatures over the weekend. There also was a water main break at the Millville Elementary School. So that school is closed today. So Millville Elementary School students have no school today. Uh, The junior and the senior high school students at Millville are on a two-hour delay. That has uh, stood. Earlier today, we had a road closure on Route 487. That road has since reopened. A man from Shemokin still in critical condition after a stabbing over the weekend. Patrick Cattain stabbed Friday night by Adam Danaher of Shimokin. He is in jail. Danaher is in jail after that incident. State Department of Health uh, says we've had a slow flu season in part because we're doing more distancing and some masking out there in the world.
6: Acting PA physician general Dr. Denise Johnson says flu activity is increasing in Pennsylvania with cases of both influenza A and influenza B confirmed.
2: So far in this flu season we have reported 28,475 flu cases. And unfortunately, we've had 16 influenza related deaths so far.
6: Deputy Health Secretary Ray Barashansky says early estimates from the CDC are that compared to last year, fewer people are getting vaccinated against the flu.
2: This is discouraging since we're seeing significantly higher cases this season. The good news is it's not too late to get your flu vaccine
7: today.
6: Officials say people should get vaccinated against both the flu and COVID 19. Mark Sims,
1: News Radio, 1070 WKOK. The rest of the truth is yes, uh, more cases than last year, but significantly fewer than the year before. Penn Live is reporting Montgomery County real estate developer Jeff Bartos continues to build his lead in the crowded field of Republicans who wish to be the U.S. Senator from Pennsylvania. Another GOP straw poll over the weekend with Bartos on top. The straw poll for the gubernatorial race showed Lou Barletta, Dave White, Charlie Garo, Scott Martin, and David McCormick. One through five. Five uh, in approximate order there. So Lou Barletta emerging as a favorite candidate. So that's interesting. Good for him. All right. you, you know, in, on the Senate side, Dr. Oz must be gaining a lot of traction
2: because now I see they're running some group or some people are running ads against him.
1: Oh, okay. Well, and he's had some support in local areas. He is campaigning. We saw him at the farm right. show and up in uh, Old Forge, so we know he's making appearances. All eight hundred seven 795 1-800-795-9565. We'd love to hear from you, Cindy, first caller of the new hour. Good morning. You're on the mark.
10: Good morning, gentlemen. I think you all do a wonderful job. There's your compliment yeah, for the thank day. You. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, I, is, am I the only one that sees the irony in our government being prepared to act aggressively against Russia over the border in Ukraine and doing literally nothing to close our southern border. <laughs> Don't you think if we were going to send 5,000 military personnel in the interest of America, they should send them to the southern border? I
2: That's would I, I would think so. But uh, unfortunately, the people coming across the southern border may eventually vote for Joe Biden. The people in the Ukraine won't.
10: Oh, <laughs> I see. I see. So... Never mind, you know, the hypocrisy of the whole thing. And let me just say, I I resented the fact that the members of NATO failed to live up, the other countries failed to live up to their obligations. They were freeloading on this country for like 70 years. Right. Well, not 70, at least 50, 50 years. I mean, they were just freeloading on us. And I resented that enormously, both financially and militarily, in terms of our personnel. That's why we have all those bases in Europe, to serve as a counter-threat to the invasion of the former Soviet Union. And, you know, in '66, I have spent my whole life hearing how the Soviet Union is coming to get us, and I'm just really tired of that song. Can't we play another one? (laughs) It's just incessant. We can't seem to live for a year, a year since August. We haven't been aggressive against somebody. We haven't been getting out the sabers and throwing the sticks and stones at somebody. Can't we just have a few years where we mind our own business, help our own people, <laughs> seal live our own a borders? Peaceful life? Why can't we do that?
1: Was President Biden asked about the border last week? I, you know, now that I think that. Not, no, not one question. question. What? Not, not one,
10: not one single question. In fact, you know, the focus, the singular focus of that press conference was just really irritating to me. I don't understand this, and maybe as, you know, journalists, you can explain this to me. If somebody asks, you have a question, you're so excited, you go to the press conference, here's your big moment in the sun, and you're going to ask this question, and son of a gun, the person in front of you asks the same question you were going to ask, would you ask it again anyway? Or would you quickly <laughs> think up another question?
1: Or
2: have a top It would ten. depend on to me on whether the person that answered actually answered the question and didn't deflect.
10: Well, if they masterfully deflected once, why wouldn't they masterfully <laughs> deflect
2: for two hours? <laughs> what bothers th- me is they don't say to them, "Mr. President, with all due respect, sir, you didn't answer Mr. Jones's question, so I'm going to repeat it." Blank, blank, blank. That's the way I would approach it.
10: Well, I, I to sit there. I did endure that press conference, although I admit I fell asleep during his speech, but I woke up shortly after that. Um, No, literally, I did fall asleep. I I just resented the fact that we have nothing else to talk about. You know, it's like when Trump was in office and they could talk about nothing but those darn Russians. Oddly enough, did they ever find? Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think they ever found any evidence of him colluding with the Russians. Not a bit. And and yet, many Americans hold to that premise that he did that, which is just ludicrous. Mm, so I don't think that's being true. Being accused is being convicted. That's where we've where we're growing as a country, and I find that to be horrifying. To be accused is not to be convicted, and. When the evidence doesn't support the accusation, then the accusation should be dismissed and the accuser should be suspect. Not persist in uh, suspecting the person that was accused. That's not how our system, our judicial system, is supposed to work. And I sure hope it's not how the conscience of our country works. But I, I just want to uh, know, why are we ready to... I'm not ready to send my son... My nephews, my cousin, I'm not ready to send any of them back into the face of war. I already endured that for 20 years, my family members. Stood over there in the Middle East, not my son, but my other family members. And I am not willing to do this, certainly not under these circumstances. If If there's a problem... They have many European countries over there, and they should stand up if they feel it's right, and they should rush in there and interfere, but it is certainly not in, uh, something that our country. should So you're to.
2: saying that NATO should ign- uh, we should ignore it if NATO's treaty or premise is violated by the Russians?
10: Yeah.
1: Well, what is?
2: Then what's the I point think, of having a treaty? I don't it's
10: ignoring it to say, listen, Joe. If you and Mark and I are in a room and someone is coughing in the next room, I'm pretty sure you're going to look at me and say, Cindy, you're going to go see if that person's okay. Well, it's i It's not think- going to take all three of us to intervene. And what's happened historically is that it's invariably we, the United States, our men and women our money, our military, who go in to do these things, while all of these other people pat themselves on the back because they're supporting quote-unquote through NATO. Well, Cindy. it's time for them to put their sons and daughters, C- their cash, and their military on the line. First so we of all, can be to supported.
1: comment on your uh, remark that America still cares and, and somehow holds a disparaging opinion about President Trump because of the Russian collusion uh, allegation or, or false allegation. Uh, honestly, I, d- I don't think that's true. I do not think America as a whole cared then, and I know they don't care now, and I don't think there's anybody that uh, out There says, okay, well, I have a low opinion of President Trump because of the Russian collusion allegation. I think a lot of people like him because of his policies, and he was uh, a man of action. And I think there's people that didn't like him because of all all the reasons. We don't have to enumerate them all now. But I don't think Russian collusion ever stuck. I think it was mostly a media and Washington D.C. thing, and I don't think for America it ever stuck. But the other thing that I think speaks in favor of your remark about us and the Ukraine is I saw a. timeline over the weekend. I think it was from the National Science Foundation. They showed a timeline of European borders over the past 20,000 years, you know, which was there. Mongolia mm-hmm. grew and shrunk and China mm-hmm. grew and shrunk and Japan grew. It is amazing. So here we are with a couple of hundred mile long border that's about to change. And we are apoplectic. If you yeah. saw how much borders changed over the centuries, right. you'd be like, well, this is just but a little asterisk. The point.
2: It, it may be about territory for the Russians, but for the Ukrainian people, it's about their independence. They're trying to become a decent country. They're, they're, they don't have human rights abuses right. on a par with the, the Russians and the Chinese. Oh, no,
1: no, I think we can justify any and all diplomacy on a verbal and human uh, human rights action, but our job to be PD, to make sure, uh, PD, police department, to make sure that yeah. Europe's borders don't change again, I think, right. I'm with Cindy, that has long who, since Who passed. started
2: NATO? We Can did. I just
10: say one thing, Mark? Please. Sure reflect on the comments of your first caller today when you say to me that the Russian hoax didn't stick with the American people. Please reflect on what that person said.
1: What did Stan say about that?
10: Oh, and then it wasn't Stan's second caller. Oh, Eric. Uh, you know, please oh, reflect. There are people who steadfastly, steadfastly adhere to this belief all through this country and and apparently are unable to listen to the evidence and reflect on what they were told and see that perhaps it was wrong. All right. Thank you.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for the call. Food for thought. One 9565 Should we continue to be the world's police department, making sure that there's no infractions uh, globally?
2: No, but if we ha- if we're a participant in the NATO treaty,
1: well, and if it NATO goes in, we
2: can action. help. NATO well, does their
1: Cindy's thing. Cindy's saying no, that they the well, other countries that's, should. That's that's her observation. But I'm, I'm just saying that you know to us to be this bent out of shape and to say we have to hurt American. Economic Economic interest because we're going to impose some Russian sanctions or whatever it has to be, you know, but or, as or,
2: as you as a citizen, or destabilize would you prefer, the
1: petroleum markets.
2: Would you prefer that we take economic sanctions or military sanctions? Those are your choices. <laughs> uh, we can't just say, please stop that Vlad. We, we we know you're a
1: good guy. Please stop. You're asking the wrong guy. I don't think we should take any action. I just think if if, so if Russia we should let th- the Ukraine be swallowed up by the Russians and, and if NATO say, wants to act, we of course we're part of NATO, we can get involved. But we don't have to be the sole, the sole provider of any and all preemptive you the assistance, basic any and all threats, and any and all actions later. Do
2: you understand the basic premise of NATO? An attack on any one member is
1: an attack and on Ukraine's all members. Ukraine's in NATO now. No. Okay. I thank you. I rest but my case. But if
2: if they if they violate the premise of NATO, Ukraine wants to join NATO,
1: and Russia doesn't want them to. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Joe says, uh, "Keep a very firm eye and uh, make sure so we're ready back to, to." Teddy
2: take Roosevelt carry that big stick.
1: All right, and, and keep an Indian and a a black, black man in an inferior position. All right, we We've got open phones. We got Statue we got our ne- remover, you. <laughs> we got, you can leave all your statues wherever you want. In fact, I know where you should put them. one 800
7: 795 They won't fit. <laughs> we'll be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing They can explain it in English what the problem is.
1: All right. Don't forget, Obama actually did tell Putin to knock it off. To whom did he say, wait till after the election? That was was Angela Merkel. He said,
2: tell Vlad, I'll have a a lot more flexibility after After the election. election. But, of course, it was Trump who was the puppet.
1: All right. Uh, Mike is lit green. He's first. Go ahead, sir, from Bloomsburg, Pennsylvania. Thanks for calling in.
2: Hey, you're
3: welcome. I'm looking at something dated April 15th. 2021. Who was president then?
2: April 15th of 2021 was Joe Biden. Yeah,
3: Joe Biden. The Biden administration on Thursday revealed new details about Russia's interference in the 2016 and 2020 election. So somebody's not letting it go. So, you know, the idea that this did not play much of a part in the American psyche I believe you're minimizing that, Mark. The, it was on the news constantly. There were hearings. There were impeachments. There were special investigators. How could it have not played an impact?
1: I think it was mostly the media and eggheads in Washington, D.C. doing it. But that's just an opinion. It's a perception. That was my perception. You have yours. But that's not why you've called.
3: Okay. The, the reason I called, inflation. You know that's that's one of the, well two things actually. Inflation is a big thing, but you know what? Some things are dropping in costs since Joe Biden took office. The cost of a fentanyl pill on the street when Biden took office was twenty <laughs> bucks, and now it's down to five. There you go. So we've yeah we've had a tremendous drop in fentanyl, and I mean a hundred thousand people last year died from uh, from that yeah, uh, drug overdose. But you know hey. What did we do? We canceled the uh, Vietnam War, over 50,000 deaths, and I am not minimizing that one bit. But I'm just telling you how public opinion is. 100,000 overdoses, when we don't secure the border, stop the illegal drugs from coming in, it's like it's nothing, okay? I mean, it's a terrible tragedy for anyone
2: involved. So you're saying, if I I can clarify what you're saying, the fact that the price went down is not a product of inflation. It's a product of the fact that so much of it has entered the country that the supply outweighs the demand.
3: Exactly. So the prices dropped dramatically. Everybody's concerned about inflation, inflation. But here we have a thing, 100,000 overdoses, a lot of kids last year. And the price of fentanyl has dropped from $20 a pill to $5 a pill, which makes it more readily available to people, and it's coming across our border. Now, it's coming from other places, too. You know, we have to look at that. But why don't we stop the obvious, the stuff that's coming across the border? They're saying that up to 3 million people are attempting to cross our southern border in a single year, you know? And, you know, you just look around. You're, you're seeing it. It's, it. it's impacting our area already, okay? Now, I'm done with the fentanyl. I'm done with the inflation. Okay. The big problem is we have a president. His numbers are dropping. He seems to be frail. He seems to be impotent, and he's concerned. I mean, you know, he laughed off a question. Someone asked him a legitimate question at a news conference, and he laughed. He mocked her. You know, what I mean, and, and that well, what, is a sign what, of the What that's question where, was that? What man, is that? Are you? Are you? Yeah, I think if you're something? talking about
2: the question, no, the question I think that he's talking about was the female reporter who said, "Why aren't we doing something now to prevent them from going into the
1: Ukraine?"
7: No, no. And he no.
2: said, "What a stupid question!" Or is, is that that's what, exactly right? Oh, that what one. a okay. stupid question.
1: Well, the other That's person said, somebody else asked him, why do you think the American public thinks that you've uh, declined cognitively? She worded it a little bit better than me, and, and he says, I don't know. I thought, well, I rest my case.
4: <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> there
3: you go. Okay, so we're, so we're in agreement. Desperate men have been known to do desperate things. And, you know, this could easily get into a shooting war in the in Europe. And let's face it. Donald Trump said NATO is not carrying their part of the deal. They're not paying the amount. They're not committing the, the amount. I heard Germany only has 200 tanks in their armament. I mean, that's, that's ridiculous. I mean, they were, you know, basically bombed into oblivion almost, and, and they know that, uh, that military uh, security is important, and they have 200 tanks? So they're not paying their fair share. Everybody over there, in my mind, is waiting for the United States to take care of a problem. And I don't know. We shouldn't. Should we commit fighting forces against Russia? I mean, I can't envision us shooting against Russians right now.
1: All right, we got you. Well, thank I you know so the much, Germans Mike. are
2: our allies now, but the concept of the Germans having tons of
1: tanks is one that can be unsettling for many people. <laughs> All right, thank you, Mike. Thanks for calling <laughs> okay, in. Okay, you
4: take care. Very you much too, appreciate
1: Mike. it. Uh, that puts Joe, no, Dennis on the radio. Good morning, Dennis. Thanks for calling in.
4: Good morning. Um, this whole thing with Russia and Ukraine is so multifaceted and in so many, <clears throat> excuse me, directions. that anybody stop and think? Why does Putin really want to go back into the Ukraine at this point in time? And everyone says, "Well, power. He wants control. But he wants the area. I mean, you, the Ukraine's the second largest country in Europe at this point." It's and
2: also the breadbasket. It has- it's also the bread basket for Russia. It produces a lot exactly. of the
4: food there. So. And because of their soil, they have something, it's pronounced Chernozem. It's a black soil that is so rich in humus that um, it helps. They said, actually, this is what is transported into Russia to help grow their fields. And Ukraine is uh, rich in all kinds of um, metallurgical things like, uh, I forget what the other one was. What, but rare metals, they,
1: lithium or something? R-
4: yes, rare metals. And, and that... China has its eye on also, so I mean it's. He also annexed Putin Crimea because it's easier to get the oil through that section of the Ukraine. And what a easier way is to run a pipeline right through the center of Ukraine to the other European countries. So there's a lot of facets to this. People and there is a religious facet. You, Ukrainians predominantly are Catholic people. And there's a distrust between them and the Russian Orthodox Church. You know, they feel the Russian Orthodox are a puppet of the communists or the Soviets. So that tends to, you know, fire up distrust there. Plus, you know, people don't remember, or should remember, where was Chernobyl? Do you know where exactly Chernobyl was? Russia built that for them, but they put it in the Ukraine, and who devastated for hundreds of miles around the thousands of Ukrainians that died because of Chernobyl melting down and it's still such a hot area you can't go anywhere near it, you know? So you know, it's just a faction that adds to the tension. And over the they estimate ten to twenty thousand people displaced in Ukraine over the last ten years because of the border antagonistic rockets flying into their churches during services and stuff. Uh, into the Ukrainians, and so there's a lot of animosity, and, and I got a little bit of insight because we have a large um, descendant of Ukrainians in the co-regions, I don't know if you knew that, but in Shmokin and Mount Carmel in those areas, and in fact our priest at our church in Shmokin is a Ukrainian born and raised there, so you get a different insight when you speak to these people, you know, and they're really on the front lines, and their families are over there, you know, in fear for their lives. So, you know, it, it is a multifaceted thing. It's not just easy enough to say, you know, oh, well, Putin, you know, he just wants to take over. Well, he gave it up in the first place, and whether that was a puppet act or not, who knows, you know.
1: Isn't the but, uh, Catholic Church in Centralia Ukrainian Catholic Church?
4: Yes. Orthodox. Yes, that's... It's a, they're, uh, they're not Orthodox, they're not a Ukrainian not the Ukrainian Catholic. Because I belong to actually St. Peter and Paul, Mount Carmel, and that's our sister church that our priest takes care of. And the one in Schmoke and Transfiguration is also Ukrainian Catholic. There
11: you go. Yeah, okay.
4: but I mean, it's, it's really multifaceted, and it's interesting. The Atlantic... Um, Periodical put a huge article out last week, and it really intricate, and they they touched on all these matters too. So, you know, I just thought I'd add that all in right. there. Thank yeah. you
1: so much. Appreciate nice, the Appreciate two cents. Appreciate your call. Thank you so much. Thank Thanks you. for calling. Take care. Yep. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Before the break, Joe, read anything on the field of screens that you says- see in front of you.
2: Eric said Biden is damned if he does and damned if he doesn't. This is hilarious to hear from a left-wing liberal. The left has set the precedent for blaming the president for everything, no matter what. They claim Trump wasn't rightfully elected from the start, tried impeachment from day one, constantly investigated him for anything past and present, never gave him credit for anything or showed any respect, and called him every name under the sun and constantly lied about him. So give me a freaking break on the right being too hard on Biden. No matter what we may say or think about it, it will never compare to how the left and the media treated Trump i right.
1: Doug. Thank you for that. 1-800-795-9565 uh, is our telephone number. We would very much uh, love to hear from you. 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at com. We're talking about uh, Russia and the Ukraine. How involved should the U.S. be in the U.S. southern border? Would it not make more sense for us? So one of our good callers suggests, wouldn't it make more sense for us to spend all this time and attention and verbiage and uh, to worry about the U.S. southern border? Where another listener says fentanyl continues to flow free to the point where it's costing a lot less to buy illegal fentanyl now because of such an abundance. And of course, we're paying the price in lives lost in the U.S. as a result. 1 800 795 9565. We would love your two cents too. We'll be right back. Another thing that happened in the news we haven't really talked about, you know, Joe's uh, favorite uh, senator got uh, sanctioned over the weekend. Leaders of the Arizona Democratic Party voted Saturday to censure Kirsten, Kirsten Cinema. Uh, uh, AP reports it's a symbolic condemnation for the woman who just three years ago brought the party an Arizona Senate seat for the first time in 20 years.
2: Well, let's condemn her because she <laughs> thinks for herself.
1: Yeah. And it wasn't just you. for the most recent vote. They said it's because of all of her behavior over the past few months. And look at look I thought, at, well, that doesn't sweeten the deal.
2: And the Republicans were uh, castigated by the Democrats for what they
1: did to Liz Cheney. Mm-hmm. Gee, doesn't it sound <laughs> remarkably similar? And you don't hear too much about this. So, well, I, I guess it made news over the weekend. But weekend news isn't as fervent as weekday news. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Got open phones. We talked about the Danville SPCA, Russia, Ukraine. Uh, issue, uh, Russian collusion. I downplayed it and said nobody really Joe's cared. been hanging on for 16 minutes. I, oh, okay, and everybody <laughs> said I was wrong about that. Uh, Joe, you're on the mark. Thank you for waiting a quarter of an hour just to say oh, the following right. words.
11: Well, yeah, well, good morning, everyone. Uh, uh, the subject of my call was uh, pretty well covered and taking a cue from uh, Biden uh eric's phone call was stupid his comments are stupid <laughs> okay. and i don't uh no and you know the other uh, somebody called in i had the damned if you do if you didn't da- or he said darned i think anyhow so i'll clean that up a little bit but uh joe took my thunder with that that eric seems to have never had to shake up somebody that was or a group of people that was pretty competent at one point and then they kind of slacked off a little bit and you had to go in and uh, shake it up because you know they could do it right and then you know you have to go in and do that but my one personal question about Eric maybe you know and you don't have to answer is that did he work at the uh, Seals Grove Center or if you know or if he can let me know I'm not even sure over the years I thought he uh, he may have said
2: something about that. I, it sticks in my mind, but I could be wrong. Do they
11: have uh, unions yeah, there? He's talked but about he, unions. And I, I understand that a government employee would. So it just kind of, you know, adds to my conclusion about how Eric or why I'm not sure why he is what he is, but it just uh, pieces of the puzzle come together. But uh, yeah, so Joe and uh, everybody else kind of. But I do agree with Cindy that Mark, I do think you're. Uh, uh, wrong on the idea of uh, that the the Russian collusion I mean, and Cindy said about uh, Eric's phone call and you know about demographics if you you know if your company there's uh, involved in sales and you got other liberals who call in who just think that what uh, the uh, Mueller report was just you know nailed the case down what Trump was and there, there was no collusion found uh, and I, I I agree with that, but uh, I think there's a and you said it was the media, and that that I I agree with that 100%. But they they pumped that up so much to the public that 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 group that wanted to hear that, I think it's just in kind of ingrained in there. Believing right now. My question,
1: so, uh, really, my observation was: Is it still top of the mind uh, to which uh, right. either President Biden or somebody else mentioned it last week, and it still pops up a lot? So it must I, still be. Top I, of the I mind.
11: agree that maybe not now. That it is. It was like uh, you know, before the election, that was that was part of the plan to have uh, you know Trump diminished, and it was it it worked pretty well. But uh, right now, no, I don't think it's the the first thing, because, I mean, right now, you know, you're talking about how we will go to war with um, Russia, and will China take one side or the other? There's a lot more things on the plate, but I will say if Trump comes around to run in 2024, I think, you know, well, two impeachments, and you know, all that will come back up in the media again, and I think that's why the January 6th has to have their, uh, uh, that uh, group has to have all the information about trump that they can get so they'll use it politically against trump that's what they're not there for any reason because january six was no way in, that those people had any intention of taking over the government but I, I i do understand some of you know what you're saying that it was a threat uh, you know not, it wasn't a good scene that's for sure but uh... All right. the, the democrats are surely holding on to it and using it against uh... Trump if need be I'm not sure if he's running or not but uh, I'm sure he one is. one thing else I want to say quickly if uh, about what hasn't been brought up about Biden plus the question about that I, I'm not sure that was at that big news conference but Jackie Heinrich was the uh, Fox reporter that asked the stupid question that uh, a lot of Americans want to know you know why don't we start earlier why don't we get there and show Putin that we uh, really mean it or you know what is the trade-off Putin might you know, think it's all right to. I mean, he's been sanctioned before. Trump put heavy sanction on uh, the Russians, so I, I think Biden is, like uh, one of your other callers said, a puppet of uh, Putin. So, right. but the drone strike that uh, Biden did for political reasons only when he uh, after the thirteen American uh, soldiers were killed in Afghanistan by the bomber uh, there, you know, at the airport. So. He he, for political reasons only, uh, sent that drone in and killed ten civilians, seven seven children, and three adults. There was no way that guy that guy was actually working to help people, and that family was working to help Afghanistan. So you know what kind of guy he is? He never apologized for it. He didn't think he did anything wrong, and that was strictly because he got pressure, and he he had to have a political. Um, event that, you know, and, and it went wrong for him. But he never never said that he was sorry about that. So,
1: Alright, we got uh, you. Thank you so much.
11: Right, that's, that's my shot. Thank you, sir. <laughs> effect, yeah. uh, this morning with everything I could get in more than three minutes. Thank you. Have a good day, <laughs> yeah, everyone. Appreciate it.
1: Well, we we'll have been giving everybody about five or six minutes. One of our listeners uh, says uh, the uh, left-hand side. I'll move it over to your side okay. so you can see it. You're it's talking on, about this.
2: On, uh, it says, good morning. I will give my compliments to WKOK. Thank you for being a good local news station to have now to the border it's a border dispute well they tend to be border disputes if it's about the border ukraine and russia i listened to a report of a government person that's been there for years upon years they asked him how do general people feel about this he said there are two groups of people the ukrainians and the russian ukrainians if they have been living together i don't understand why we even get involved
1: thank you 1-800-795-9565 bob last caller before a quickie break you're on the mark
6: Oh, good morning. Eric led me to do a little research, and I found that had not Trump ordered them ships to fire on Fort Sumter, we probably could have avoided the Civil War.
1: Okay.
6: And, well, and to, to answer to answer your previous caller's question about Eric's job, it's apparent that Eric... And Kristoloff and all them people, and along with Biden, have never had a real job. So that's, that answers that
1: well, question. Well, we know that's pretty... not true. So anyway. Well, what we up, do. How,
6: what, what's not true about that?
1: What's In what way is Bob, or yeah, Bob, in what way, in what way is Eric's job, the job that he did uh, probably for 20 years or so, in what way is that not a real job?
6: What did he do?
1: Do you, well, you know. You say he didn't have a real job. Tell well, us.
6: Well, he was a government employment employee.
1: He worked for the government, so Probably those aren't real 75% jobs.
6: 75% of government employees don't do anything.
1: I gotcha. So he didn't do anything for 20 years.
6: Not that I can find out.
1: What? And, and tell me about your research into Eric's work history.
6: Oh,
1: I just listened to him. I can tell. Okay. You have an intuition about these things. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I it's a firmly held myth in other words. All right, we got you. Yep. All right, we got you. Thank you so much, sir. Thanks for calling in. Thank you, Bob. It. Call yep. again. We'll see you, buddy. Bye. Say goodbye, Bob. I think Bob's gone. I don't think so. <laughs> I think Bob's there. Are you there, Bob?
2: No, Bob's gone.
1: We're going to hear the toilet flush <laughs> or something here in a minute. All right, 1 800 795 9565. Call us if we cut you off or we just lost contact. Uh, we talked about Russia and Ukraine. Uh, Lawrence's worthless view that uh, the uh, Russian collusion uh, is not top of the mind to a lot of people today and in influencing their opinions. Uh, almost everybody says I'm wrong, All right, which is uh, not that unusual. All right, 1 eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five 795 9565 is our telephone number. Uh, Uh, It makes no sense for us to fund NATO and then allow Europe to become dependent on Russian energy. And uh, I think we had text. Yeah, start here oh, all on those. Right.
2: Russian collusion was exactly what Trump said it was, a hoax. Cindy is correct. Schiff should be prosecuted for his continued lies.
1: That's right. If he was a cop, wouldn't you be charged with false imprisonment or something?
2: Well, I mean, obviously. False Adam, Adam Schiff lied the whole time. He said he had he had seen absolute proof
1: that there was collusion. <laughs> he had seen absolute proof. Well, all right. Uh, one, th- one listener says, I think the press corps Sent the questions to the White House in advance so they could have Dementia Joe's teleprompter loaded with the answers. Well, Any if that were true, he messed him up because he didn't read very if people well.
2: People came back on me. I think Eric or somebody took me to task for saying he had his list of rep- reporters to call on, but he did. He had a list of reporters to call on.
1: Did he have a teleprompter? Yes. Oh, he did. Okay. I, I don't really recall that. Co- Actually, I didn't watch it. I, I listened don't, I to don't
2: it. know that it was that, you know, that it was responses to the
10: questions. No, it I may don't have been notes.
1: So. He, had, he usually has notes or a prompter just to irritate Joe. Uh, Let's see. University of Washington is calling out everyday words that are problematic. The college's IT department released an inclusive language guide that means you can no longer use racist, sexist, ageist, or homophobic language. You can no longer use the word blackout to refer to days that are blocked out on a calendar. What are they now called? Just blocked days. Blocked days. You can no longer have a brown bag lunch where you work through lunch (laughs) and you bring your own lunch. It is now
2: are the bags, the paper bags that most people carry their lunch in. They're brown. It
1: is now It has called, nothing to do with race. Nope, it's <laughs> called lunch and learn. The <laughs> word manpower is being changed to workforce. And the word ninja is now culturally inappropriate.
2: Well, it's a foreign word. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, it's and culturally it, inappropriate here, it right? does really get used in the U.S.? I mean, <laughs> I, Well, I think it gets used in the U.S. the same way it gets used everywhere else. All right. Chris, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in.
12: Well, since Cindy was the first one to bring up Russian collusion today, I think. Okay. Maybe she wasn't. I thought she was. But anyway, uh, do you remember what the Russian collusion was supposed to be about?
1: I don't. It was never top of the mind for me.
12: <laughs> it was. Yeah, that's what I thought. It was. Uh,
1: Helping Working win the, the elections on the election. Right. Oh, yeah, that, and, that private meeting and, and in the penthouse. You we do know the uh,
12: Russians did put a lot of stuff out that grew very big on the Internet that was uh, pro-Trump. And they did try to disrupt the Democrats by creating internal warfare. They did hack both parties' uh, computers. And only released stuff that was on the democratic side, and that we know that Michael, uh, oh, what's his name? Michael uh, 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 national security Advisor there of uh, Trump.
2: Flynn. Uh, Michael Flynn,
12: Flynn. Yeah, Michael Flynn uh, gave gave uh, the, the the Republican Party secret polling information to the Russians who were in charge of the operation in Ukraine, or to the Ukrainians who were, the Russian-Ukrainians that were in charge of the, the disinformation in the election that the Russians were doing. So that sounds like collusion right there, at least through Flynn and the Republican Party, not necessarily through Trump himself.
0: Okay.
9: And
12: Flynn was never coerced into testifying And he was pardoned on, on an issue in which he might have had information against Trump by Trump He pardoned people who could have information against him And Flynn was also one of the people involved in the election stuff and Flynn was also, later, the one who was advocating for the military taking over the government for uh, to keep Trump in office. So, there you go. Okay. My, uh,
1: yeah, thanks for refreshing how bad a time that's, that's, it was.
12: That's, that's, that's what we do know. Okay. Those are the things we do now. Okay. Okay, and... Uh, And you also have to remember that Trump also tried to coerce Ukraine into creating false information about Biden that would be useful for him in the election. And so having that sort of conspired with Ukraine (laughs) to, to do the same thing that he might have been doing with the Russians. So that's just to show that he certainly is capable of such things. So you can take that as... But it was... They never... The the investigation never had any of the people involved in that under oath. So, there you go. For what that's worth. Now, uh, as far as uh, the... Things being better off under Biden... Uh, you mentioned the the submarine deal, upset everything with France or whatever. Actually, they made up after that. Things are pretty good. And because he, Biden, somebody he can talk to and listen to and doesn't just do things for
2: for show. No, but like he did Trump it, he, he did it unilaterally. He just and, made the decision and, himself, and, and he irritated our allies, which you found so horrible okay. when President no, no, Trump no, no. irritated our allies. Hold
12: on. Hold, hold your temper a minute there, Joe.
2: <laughs> not my temper. I'm just telling you, you're <laughs> ignoring your facts. You're ignoring facts.
12: I am not ignoring facts. I am pointing out that everybody agreed that that submarine deal was worse for China and it hurt China and also as Trump would have said and you would have repeated like uh, the dog you are with Trump (laughs) is that that created American jobs. That put Americans to work. They're doing our submarines.
1: Chris, we got to get another caller so on. So therefore, for a it
12: helped America too.
1: Call back tomorrow so, morning. First though. Yeah, All right. Good. Thank you so much, yeah, Chris. Really appreciate long. the call. Uh, yep, See you, buddy. All right, Al, you're on the marker right ahead. You got thirty seconds. Go.
11: Whatever. <laughs> well, thanks for saving me that much. Uh, they want the Americans airlifted out of Ukraine is, uh, because the embassy is probably going to close. If there's an invasion, well, it's going to close. If there's an invasion, and they told him to get the commercial flights because there will be no airway.
4: in The U.S. government.
1: Well, yeah, the music's drowning him out. Al, call back first thing tomorrow with your list, and you'll get another six minutes like everybody else or four and Mm -hmm. a half minutes like Chris. Thank you, sir. All right, sorry about that. Uh, Yeah, Al's phone doesn't give us a lot of gain, so the music always overrides it, or Joe and I talking overrides it, but uh, call us back. Uh, Thanks for everybody for calling and listening. This is WKOK Sunbury.